This is Tonkabon episode 49. This week we're going to be going over Weekly Shonen Jump issue number 10. I'm Cole Greco and joining me as usual is my co-host Jude Knoll. Jude, how are you doing? Hey, doing good. How about you? I'm doing all right. Had a pretty uh, pretty chill weekend, pretty good weekend. So yeah, not not too bad, I have to say. Yeah, same here. I've been like really getting back into running, <laughs> trying to get like caught back up on the mm-hmm. stuff I've been trying to do better at this year. Well, so, it's a that's yeah. good for uh, one of us because I uh, didn't run at all this week. Last week I was like, all right, I'll try to get like 15 miles in next week, and I uh, I ran no miles. So maybe we'll uh, we'll try again next week. <laughs> yeah, the weather was pretty miserable. I yeah, had it was to, real like, cold. Do it indoors. Mm-hmm. I did go outside once, like during the middle of the week, and my hands were just like straight up frozen. It was terrible. Yeah, if you don't have like the right gear and stuff for running outside, it's pretty. It's pretty brutal. Luckily, I'm. I actually have a good amount of like solid running stuff just from like over the years, you know. Um, yeah. But yeah, if you don't, you know, if you haven't built up that uh, that stock or <laughs> whatever, it can be uh, it can be pretty tough. Yeah, I got some stuff for Christmas because, mm-hmm. like, you know, I I pretty much don't have anything that I normally like even want to ask for anymore for like holidays. <laughs> but I felt like you know running gear is like kind of expensive, so I feel like that's mm-hmm. you know a good excuse to actually get some. Yeah, well, and it always feels so bad to buy it. It's like, you know, do I really need, like, a tech shirt or, like, a windbreaker or whatever? But, yeah, it makes, yeah. Such, it makes such a difference in the winter. It's it's totally necessary. I think for, like, warm weather, you can kind of get by with, you know, whatever. Have, like, a decent pair of running shorts. You're kind of good to go. But, yeah, the winter. Yeah. The winter, you need legit stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Also, feels weird to be like back into the regular Shonen Jump release cycle. Mm-hmm. Feels like it's been forever since we've got just some like normal weeks where there are actually new chapters and then new chapters scheduled for the next week that we can see. I know. So it. it's kind of exciting. Mm-hmm. Yep, and I'm I'm excited to read a lot of these chapters this week because I feel like last week, uh, you know, I got a lot of my stuff. Or a lot of my chapters done pretty early, and I felt like last week was actually yeah. a pretty good week for the magazine. And I haven't read any of these yet, um, and I'm real, real excited for a lot of them. So, yeah, excited for the discussion and to to check these out later today too. Yeah, I mean, I, I think overall, like since I started reading the magazine, mm-hmm. this is the most just like I think consistently entertained I've been with. The entire lineup yeah, since I'd agree. I started at least. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we'll get into it, but even some of the uh you know, some of the crappier series I was uh, you know, not totally down on last week. So, you know, uh overall pretty pretty solid week and yeah, the uh even you know, like I said, even the weaker series we kinda dump on a lot of them. You know, like Fabricant one hundred, pretty bad, but you know, uh Whatever, PPP, PPP, and Tokyo Demon Bride Story, those are two, like, solid ones to be, like, in the back half of the of the manga, or the of the magazine. Yeah, as you come to find out, as when you, like, follow series from start to finish, you know mm-hmm. that it could be a lot worse, and it definitely yes. has been. Yeah, I've endured a lot of ITLCs and Our Blood Oaths and stuff like that, and, uh, you know, <laughs> Earth Childs in my few years of, you know, reading the magazine. So, yeah, this is definitely yes. not the not the worst that we've had. <laughs> For sure. All right, well, do we want to hop into this, uh, hop into table contents? Yeah, let's get it. 
All right, so for the uh, cover page this week, we have Witch Watch, with color pages going to Sakamoto Days, Akanabanashi, and Undead Unluck. Um, at the number one spot, we have Blue Box, followed up by Me and Roboco, Ichigoki's Under Control, Jujutsu Kaisen, and then Ichinose's Family, uh, Ichinose's Family Deadly Sins is uh, at number five. Number six is Mashal, followed by Elusive Samurai, Fabricant 100, Cypher Academy, and then Mission Yozakura Family rounds out the top ten. Um, and then on our bottom five, we have Black Clover, Tokyo Dune Bride Story, PPP PPP, High School Family, and Ginka and Galuna uh, bringing up the rear of the magazine with My Hero Academia and Ruri Dragon, and I guess also Hunter Hunter, all being uh, our absent series for this week. So, uh, yeah. yeah, right off the bat, I know we're both very excited for, uh, for Witch Watch. The actual magazine cover page is incredible. Might be one of the best cover yes. pages I've seen. I agree. And the color page is mm-hmm. also one of the best that I've seen, yes. too. Like, just absolute sweeps week for Shinohara. Not mm-hmm. only is he getting the lead cover and lead color page he's also bringing back one of his most successful and beloved series for a crossover episode yep we've got the long awaited by us sket dance witch watch crossover Mm -hmm. and i couldn't be more hyped for it and i'm looking on uh manga plus it says duet dance part one so this is going to be a multi-part series i'm i'm so down for this yeah that's great yeah we got the the kind of the teaser for it at the end of the last chapter with um with roman coming back that was great did not expect that well okay i can't yeah i didn't expect it but i got sort of spoiled on it i was like reading through a thread or something like that on reddit and i saw something like you know it was good to see roman come back i was like i have to i have to read witch watch immediately and even sort of knowing that it was still just incredible to see the return of roman and um uh what's it himako so yeah really yeah. excited for this coming chapter and i felt like last chapter as a whole was like it was good but not like super standout but the last few pages just seeing the return of everyone i was like okay this is uh this is like a top 10 witch watch chapter just because of that <laughs> Yeah, and I'll say this, I did feel like this was a very dance chapter mm-hmm. because there was pretty much only interaction between like two or three main characters. Yeah. It's just this like really contained like sitcom episode type mm-hmm. situation. And the humor actually like did hit pretty well. I liked this concept of somebody like going back and forth trying to work at a funeral home and like a wedding reception location at the same time like it's pretty simple Mm -hmm. but it works yeah and this is yeah this is definitely something that would happen to bosun exactly and i i did like that like they're they didn't obviously mention it by name but like cameo the website Mm -hmm. obviously exists in the witch watch world (laughs) this guy is like paying to get a video message from his favorite celebrity at his wedding yep that's hilarious i love it yeah and just seeing like i said just seeing like grown-up roman and himeko all i could ask for from the uh the witch watch uh sket dance crossover and we haven't even got the the real chapter yet yeah and it's crazy to see just how much shinohara's art has in, has evolved mm-hmm. since the end of sket dance 2 like we obviously know who these characters are and they're supposed to look a little bit different because yeah. they're probably like 10 years older mm-hmm. but like the level of detail on the clothes and like 
facial expressions just in these like three panels of mm-hmm. Roman and Hameko. Like it's leaps and bounds beyond what we saw even near the end of Sket Dance's run. Yeah, it's night and day. I know that, you know, sometime like midway through Sket Dance, we were sort of like, okay, he, this is kind of like when he was rounding into his, his sort of witch watch form. Uh, seeing those last couple of pages, that's not true at all. He never got close <laughs> yeah. to where he's at with Witchwatch, I don't think, at, at Skit Dance. Not that Skit Dance was, you know, bad or anything like that, but he's just, he's leveled up so much. Yeah, like, the transparency on this shirt that Himeko is wearing, like, mm-hmm. hyper-realistic detail, but it doesn't look like it's hitting the uncanny valley at all. It's this really good balance between the flatness of manga design and then like the hyper realism of what most people would only put in a full page or like color page illustration yeah exactly yeah those last two pages felt like they should have been cover like color pages yeah for sure <laughs> um all right do you have any other witch watch notes we'll move on to sakamoto days yeah, only other thing is that, and we'll probably talk about it more next week, but mm-hmm. the color page for Witchwatch, oh, which yeah. features, like, the whole main crew mm-hmm. performing at, like, I guess, like, a school festival battle, the band's performance, is so good. And I love the way that, um, I'm pretty sure it's, like, screen tones that he's using yeah, in, like, the drum heads and then a Their t-shirt and, stuff. and I think, mm-hmm. like, the body of the guitar. Like, there's all these matching patterns that appear throughout. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really cool. It's, uh, yeah, it's a very, uh, Witch Watch color page, but he's done, like, the, the background is different. The background looks like something from Bochi the Rock or something like that. <laughs> true, true. But yeah, this is a this is a great color page. Love Kanji with the Doc Martens on and the, the Sket Dance t-shirt. <laughs> Um, I'm hoping in this chapter we get like that the the Sket Bombers or whatever they were called uh, became yes. like a real band or something. <laughs> that would be sick. Yeah, that'd be great. Um, all right, well, moving on to Sakamoto days. I don't have a whole lot except that I didn't realize because I, yeah, yeah, I didn't realize I guess going into this past week that that was kind of the end of the arc. Like we got the. You know, we got like a funeral thing last chapter and some other stuff. I thought we were, you know, we were going to keep going and it was just sort of, you know, we were we were done with it. Yeah, there's a lot going on right now. Mm -hmm. And I think with so little dialogue and so much action taking place, sometimes it's difficult to like remember where we are in the story from week to week. Yeah. Well, I don't really have that issue as much with Sakamoto Days, but this past chapter definitely felt very Jujutsu Kaisen-esque. Where they're talking about people and talking about characters. I'm like, oh, where, you know, where did that guy come from? Or like, I've seen this person, but I didn't remember Mm -hmm. he was with them. Like, there's all this kind of stuff. And, you know, they're saying people's names like it's supposed to be a big, you know, like a big name drop. And I'm like, I don't know. Couldn't tell you who that is, what his purpose in the story was. (laughs) So that was a a little bit of a bummer. But, you know, that's I think that's just kind of what happens sometimes with these when you're reading them week to week and you're on chapter whatever, right. 140 or something like that. Yeah. Another good color page uh, from Sakamoto Days, though. It's been a while, I think, since we've gotten one. And this is an example of just like a really simple color page with a mm-hmm. cool use of like uh, watercolor type illustration style. Yep. And we've got Sakamoto talking about how cold it is mm-hmm. and he's not wrong i guess it's cold in japan as well as it is here 
Yeah, and I'm I'm a sucker for uh, snow in manga or games or anything like that. So you know, love the uh, that's true. Just very cold looking color page. It it works. So I you know I'm I'm down with that. I also love that he's got like this patch on his jacket that looks like uh, Sakamoto's face. That's pretty cool too. I want that yeah. as like a pin or something. And speaking of good color pages, Akana Banashi also has a very good one this week. It's got this like chill wave vapor wave 80s new wave design style Mm -hmm. and there's this weird like vhs slash 3d effect over top of it Mm -hmm. it definitely reminds me of like going into urban outfitters in 2013 and hearing washed out playing over the speakers like this is very very retro but not in the way that i think it's trying to be <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah it's very uh yeah very floral shop uh echo jams design we've got going on here <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah somebody somebody needs to get daniel lopatin on the <laughs> akana Vinashi wave you know that would actually be a pretty sick soundtrack to uh to this you know i wouldn't i wouldn't put it past him if you told me whatever like you know seven or eight years ago that he would be doing like production for the uh, super bowl halftime show i would have told you you were insane so if you told me that he True. did the uh like the whole soundtrack for the upcoming akanabanashi anime i at this point i'd just be like yeah sure why not <laughs> i'm actually looking at this closer now the shoes that akane is wearing are bizarre they're yeah. like mm-hmm. sneakers <laughs> That are like open toed, so they're like they're they like look super like sneakers at first glance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's weird. I don't think I've ever seen anything that looks like that before. But yeah. I'm kind of impressed. It's yeah. a very cool look. Mm-hmm. I can get down with that. Yeah, but this is a sneaker this is a great sandal hybrid. <laughs> yes, and I I did like last chapter too. I liked uh I don't know I like any of these chapters where she just kind of like does the Rakugo thing and everyone's like. Oh, she's really damn good. <laughs> I think those yeah. are always pretty fun. <laughs> yeah, and I think the journalist character was in that last episode mm-hmm. too, right? Yep. Yeah. I've always liked him because most of these um most of these series have a really like antagonistic relationship with the press. Mm-hmm. Like there's so many show manga that are like Especially like in Death Note, which we're reading right now, where it's just like, yep. yeah, the media, the press, all they do is obfuscate and <laughs> sensationalize things. Or in the case of something like Akanabanashi, they would usually just be like, oh, yeah, these critics are just haters. But mm-hmm. here we've got this like journalist who's covering like the new wave of Rakugo, and he's like actually uh, enthusiastic about it yeah. and kind of portrayed as like a cool character, mm-hmm. which, you know. Maybe I'm just sensitive about the portrayal of <laughs> cultural critics, but mm-hmm. hey, it, it's I've, I like that guy. He's he's pretty cool, pretty yeah. cool character. He just seems like a dude that's into Rakugo and is like, you know, I can make money uh, writing about this, so I'm I'm gonna do that, and I can, uh, you know, yeah. I, can, I can I can support that exactly. But yeah, pretty pretty cool chapter. Um, a lot of really good art. There's some great facial expressions from Akane in here. Um, that are just uh, a lot of fun. Yeah, I I had fun with that one too. Uh, I definitely think it's another one of those series where it's like so good every week that mm-hmm. sometimes you forget how good it is because no like one chapter really stands out. It's just kind of like always nine out of ten mm-hmm. every time. Yep, 
Yeah, it's going to be one of those that when the anime does come out and you go back you go back and rewatch it, you're like, "Oh yeah, this chapter was really good, wasn't it?" <laughs> exactly. Um and then our last color page Undead Unluck. Don't really have anything for Undead Unluck. I, you know, I kind of say it every week that I'm liking it more than I was, but last chapter was fine. Uh lots of ugly art in the last chapter though. Um, you know, lots of gritted teeth which uh yeah, the uh the Undead Unluck mangaka does not do very well with those ever. So yeah, that's uh that's kind of all I have for Undone Luck and the uh the cover or color page not great either. Kind of kind of boring. Yeah, I will say by Undead Unluck standards, this is like <laughs> a better color page mm-hmm. than usual. Yep. Um and then go to our ranked series now in the one spot blue box. Uh last chapter was fine. It was just kind of the backstory on this uh you know, the kind of the hater girl um and a little bit of Chinatsu's like start with basketball. Um, it yeah. was an alright chapter, but there are some really good panels of her, like, trying to shoot the basketball, and it just, like, not going very far that are, like, yeah. really hilarious and adorable. So, those were kind of cool, but, you know, just kind of a an alright chapter overall, I think. Yeah, I kind of feel like this particular character has kind of stifled, like, the momentum of the series a little bit, because mm-hmm. we really have to, like, go out of our way to introduce her, which stops the story from progressing yeah but also it's like eh, i just don't really care about her that much yeah she's like, not that she's not that interesting like when we got the uh the manager girl she was at least kind of a fun addition to the cast this one is just sort of eh, whatever she's the you know she's the mean girl of the group i guess yeah so what yeah um at number two me and roboco no real notes from me and roboco other than back to number two it had been down like the five and six pl- slot so good <laughs> yeah. to see that they're just you know like we couldn't we couldn't keep roboco out of the top three for too long we had to had to bring it back so good for me yeah. and roboco <laughs> and, and similarly speaking of yeah robot <laughs> yeah. comedies yep let's go ichigoki's under control at number three i have to tell you when i saw this table of contents like just you know audibly gasped when i saw its placing i could not have you know no way i would have bet that it would have even been in the top half of the magazine here it is number three yeah so yeah yeah, that's awesome well deserved Mm -hmm. this is ichigoki's under control is the undisputed champion of the new wave yep uh it's it's the next naruto (laughs) it's the next demon slayer like Mm mm-hmm it, it's got nowhere to go but up from here and yep. honestly last chapter was pretty fire too i mean mm-hmm. in my opinion it's kind of carried by its artwork but for a comedy series this is kind of as good as art gets except for maybe like sket dance yeah mm-hmm. well and it's cool to see a series that you know a comedy series that is you know high school family i think is carried by its artwork but in a different way of just being ridiculous yeah. you know but it's nice to see a comedy series that just has kind of competent art like that, you know. Not that me and Roboco's bad, but it's just pretty, you know, it is what it is. It's it's fine. Um, but Ichigoki's Under Control is, like, legitimately good, I feel like. <laughs> yeah, and now that I'm, like, further into Ichigoki's and JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, I mm-hmm. actually think, and this may be a bit of a stretch, but there's some similarities between the two. Like, they both mm. have this super detailed like hyper feminine but also hyper masculine art style yeah with this really like he 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 takes the artist takes a lot of liberties with a human form as well mm-hmm. like the second to last page 
just shows this girl like straight up doing a backflip while yeah. running. And there's all there's just like all these panels where people are in these like impossible mm-hmm. bodily contortions. But it's obviously being done on purpose because this dude can draw. Yeah. So well, I, and even, I, I dig it. And even in moments that aren't super over exaggerated like that, everyone is always just standing in a slightly awkward way, which is something in JoJo's as well. Like and no one's just like standing straight or sitting in a chair these people all look like slightly uncomfortable and it's the same way as as jojo's so i you know i can i see where you're going with that yeah and like flower honestly would 100 (laughs) percent be a character in the jojo's universe oh yeah like a delinquent that loves beating people up but he's also like super into gardening and soccer Mm -hmm. like that's totally totally jojo's yeah he is straight up a character in part four just 100 percent. he's ripped out of it um yeah, yeah but good to see it doing well i wonder if this uh is maybe sort of bad for high school family because i feel like this is a couple weeks now we've had high school family in low spots so i wonder if they're trying to sort of make the quiet the quiet swap you know gag series for gag series yeah you know that maybe that's just some you know kind of some speculation here but uh you know, I love high school fame, but if it's if it's it's time to go and we get Ichigoki's under control, you know, chilling with me and Roko in the top half, um, you know, I can support that. I'm I'm fine with it. Yeah, this is 100% going to be one of those series where American audiences are going to be like, you know, what the fuck is this? Like, yeah. this is terrible. Oh, and then ma- it's going to get Mouse an going to be a 4.2. Yes. Because people just, like, can't stand these episodic comedies, but mm-hmm. 100%, this is, like, gonna get an anime adaptation two or three years from now, and people are gonna be so surprised. Yep, absolutely. Um, and then number four, Jujutsu Kaisen. Man, this was, a, this was a Jujutsu Kaisen chapter. We get more people that they're <laughs> like, oh, so-and-so's back. I don't know who this girl is that they're all, like, super surprised about and is involved maybe this is just uh you know my poor reading comprehension no clue who this person was so this chapter did not really really land with me yeah and it's kind of a shame because the previous chapter Mm -hmm. was really a high point for the series recently i was like man things are gonna turn around and like make sense for once Mm -hmm. but is this supposed to be like megami's sister or something i does he have one i don't really I have no Yeah, the I, writing is Yeah, I legit have yeah. no clue who this person is. I've I, I never seen them before. I don't know, man. I do love the drawings a, of this Kogane a, yeah. thing though. It's it's really cute. It's cool. Yeah, exactly. Like, okay, so it looks like it is Megami's older sister. Oh. Had we met her before? Okay. So, I do remember there was something where like didn't megami's megami's like younger sister or something was like paralyzed or being possessed by something and then they went to save her and i guess he also had an older sister that we're supposed to like remember existed but that was like years ago that this happened i vaguely remembered that but (laughs) i I don't i don't know for sure man This is vague. It's ringing a bell, but I like, yeah, I don't remember him having two sisters Mm -hmm. and I barely remembered him having one. Yeah, this is uh, this is kind of unrelated to Jujutsu Kaisen as a whole. But I remember so I got kind of caught up right around the time chapter 100 hit. And when that happened, I was like, Jujutsu Kaisen felt like a an established series at that point. 
but that's the same number mm-hmm. of chapters. Like Sakamoto Days is on chapter 104. You know, Witch Watch is at almost 100. Blue Box is almost at 100. And those series still feel so much newer to me than Jujutsu Kaisen did at the time. Um, I don't that's know. True. I don't know if that's because I'm following them from day one, but that is just uh, something I thought about today when I saw that Sakamoto Days was at chapter like 104. I was like, oh, this is like, you know, we're, we're really we're really in in here already yeah i guess jjk like the hype that it had right out of the gate mm-hmm. i think is just like very unique to yeah. the past decade other than like demon slayer mm-hmm. and yeah. my hero academia yeah, and like chainsaw man yeah mm-hmm. yeah but yeah was not the biggest fan of this chapter this you know some cool some cool art some cool character designs i like the design of this uh supposed sister that we'd met before apparently yeah. Um, but I just, yeah, I read this chapter. I was like, I don't, you know, I was like, this is, this is what Jujutsu Kaisen does, you know, three out of every four chapters. <laughs> um, Ichinose Family's Deadly Sins, phenomenal last chapter. I mean, this series rocks, man. <laughs> yeah, this is like, I feel like every week at the end of the chapter, I've been like, wow, that was like a weird twist or mm-hmm. that's disturbing. But this time I was just like, yeah, this they're definitely planning for this to be an extremely long series. Yeah. If we are like 10, 10 chapters into it and they've already like reset this <laughs> groundhog day type cycle. Yeah. That yeah. Mhm. Yeah, and it's I like that it's still doing because he did this with Takapi's as well. Yeah. Where er, the end of every chapter was something that you were just like, "Oh, holy shit." Um, this is the same way. It's a little more muted usually, but this chapter was one hundred percent just ripped out of ripped out of Takapi's original sins. Uh, yeah, it this was this was really cool. I did I did not kind of see it coming. You know, a lot of like manga twists, you see what's going on, and this one, you know, like kind of partway through, you figured it out. Like what's gonna what's gonna end up happening? But yeah, you, it sort of threw us threw me through a loop on this one, which was refreshing. Yeah, for for sure, and. I feel like at this point, like, what do you even make of this, like, new character being his dad? Because, like, mm-hmm. the dad at the beginning of the chapter looks really similar to the main character. So, like, could assume he's the biological dad. Yeah, now we've just got this random guy. Yeah, I, I really have, I have no predictions for what we could be, what could happen with the series anymore. Like... You know, I thought we were yeah, just going to kind of like, go around the table and like, you know, get whatever, a five chapter background on everyone. And then at the end, we get, you know, some sort of resolution, you know, maybe a little 20 chapter art kind of thing. And we'd end at 100 chapters, something like that. But anymore, I yeah. I have no clue. You could you could tell me we're going to wrap this up in like 20 chapters somehow. I'd be like, yeah, sure. Yeah, I guess we'll do that. Or this could go on for 300 chapters and just like twist and turn. Whatever. I have no clue what we're doing. <laughs> Yeah, and I, I I would not be mad if it was the latter at all. Like no. I'm mm-hmm. I'm ready for as much of this as yep. they're willing to dish out. Mm-hmm. Yep, I'm I'm locked in. Uh, but yeah, great series. Love seeing it at number five after the color page last week. I think. Uh, yeah, I'm sure after after something like that, that this one's probably getting a lot of you know. I would suspect getting a lot of buzz in Japan as well, which is always good news. So yeah, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if we get maybe another color page or another high placement from it. You know, over the next few weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, number six, Mashal, 
Uh, I've got to be honest, I don't remember at all what happened last chapter with Mashal. Uh, it's been pretty good the past few weeks, but I I really have nothing nothing <laughs> to kind of say uh, about it right now. Yeah. Um, he ended up beating the guy with the okay. visor on. Yep. Mm-hmm. And he also revealed that his dream is to become a patissier. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, there's that. Mm-hmm. The next chapter is called Mash Bernadette and the Final Foe. Okay. So I guess like we got maybe ten chapters left. Mm-hmm. I think. Okay. Yeah. Well, I you know I'm like I said I I like Mash. I've liked it lately, but you know I'd be I'd be cool seeing it seeing a wrap up seeing what we what we've got in store here at the end. Yeah. I bet we're gonna get yeah, uh, a really cool fight. So yeah. Yeah. Um. After Mashal, Elusive Samurai, like most weeks, I have uh, nothing to say about Elusive Samurai. It's it's Elusive Samurai. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, number eight, Fabricant 100. So, Fabricant 100, I actually thought last chapter was pretty decent. It wasn't, yeah, like, amazing I, or anything, yeah. but this, I think, was definitely the best Fabricant 100 chapter. This one I at least read, and I was like, okay, that was a... That was a manga chapter. It, I wasn't, you know, disgusted by what was going on. Yeah, it's interesting to see, like, I haven't read Zatch Bell, but I remember you talking about Zatch Bell and mm-hmm. this, like, whole dynamic of, like, young people having these monsters that they just, like, yeah, fight with or have, like, manipulate people with. It mm-hmm. kind of felt like it could be something similar to that. Yeah, yeah, a little and, bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it definitely felt like the we learned something about the world that this existed in mm-hmm. that, you know, made it feel more alive. Well, I feel like at it least, was okay. Yeah. yeah, at least this time we got a fabricant that has there's something interesting going on with the conflict this time. <laughs> right. right. Like this fabricant. Right. We got another one that's teamed up with someone. This one's like singing for somebody like there's at least like a little bit of a mystery here because i think people are dying and stuff at the thing so yeah there's at least like a little bit more going on here than just like oh this frankenstein looking creature uh you know ate someone's head off on a boat and now we have to go check it out or whatever <laughs> right. you know there's there's a little bit more in next chapter i'm like okay let's see what we do this which is more than i can say for most yeah. most fabricant 100 chapters i was you know, I'll say pleasantly surprised by it being uh, competent. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. I'll I'll see it out. We'll, mm-hmm. we'll see what happens. Yeah, I mean, here's the, I'm by no means changing my uh, my Fabricant 100 score <laughs> away from a one out of ten, which is what I've got it at right now. <laughs> but uh, you know, you give me like seven or eight more chapters like that, and you know, maybe we'll get a three out of it. Yeah, um, the num- art's still decent like the last mm-hmm. page looked cool yeah it yeah it, it has moments but uh the character designs are still pretty uh pretty gross yeah. um number nine cypher academy uh i thought this one was okay this was a lot of like them kind of cracking or trying to crack the code which yeah. those chapters are always very a text bit, heavy yeah very text heavy and just a, a bit much um this one is one that i really i think enjoy for the art and we didn't get like that many you know cool panels out of this one um so it was fine that we're kind of continue i like that we're still sort of continuing this little arc um because I, I i need to get i would like to get into something a little bit meatier with this series so that was cool yeah. but 
yeah, just a an all right chapter overall. Yeah, you can excuse a chapter like this when you know you have you're consistent from week to week. Mm-hmm. You got to keep the plot moving somehow. Yeah. So mm-hmm. you know, and then uh, Mission Yozakura family fun little slice of life chapter a first one in a while and then at the end it looks like we're getting back into back into more plot stuff which which i don't want from mission yozakura family so that's a bit yeah. of a bummer but you know the chapter overall is kind of fun i you know i like any of the slice of life chapters with it i wish it was more of that series but it's it's not and it's and it's not gonna be yeah, and I think too, even at this point, the like fun Yozakura family chapters, it's really just like the same formula over and over again. Yeah. It's like mm-hmm. they're gonna all do like some sort of outing and we're gonna see how each like super one dimensional quirky sibling mm-hmm. reacts to it in yep. their usual way. Like mm-hmm. it's it's okay. Yep. Um number eleven, Black Clover don't have any notes on black clover i don't even it might have been absent last week i don't remember i think it was it was okay i was gonna say i don't remember well no we had a chapter last week i just don't remember what happened i think it was just black clover (laughs) stuff yeah not you know not bad not great it's black clover (laughs) um yeah tokyo demon bride story continues to climb up the table of contents i think it is I think it's raised one spot each week for the past four weeks now. It's no longer in the in the cellar. It's you know it's it c- crawling up the stairs here. <laughs> yeah, and it feels like the plot keeps like moving along. Mm-hmm. It seems like the author or like the mangaka kind of sets things up so it could end mm-hmm. after any like small storyline, but then at the end they'll just introduce another character and they'll be like. Hey, this guy's gonna come try to kill you tomorrow. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So I don't. Yeah, I don't really know. I still suspect that Tokyo Dean Bride Story is getting axed in the next whatever. You know, within the next ten weeks, mm-hmm. probably. But I mean, I, I I could be wrong. Maybe we get Ginka and Gluna and PPPPP or Ginka and Gluna and High School Family. Uh, you know, in the next round. Um, yeah. I which I'd be kind of cool with seeing it it uh survive a little bit longer, especially if I'm trading PPPPP for it, but. Yeah, I didn't, and I, this was one that I, you know, we were both pretty high on early. I've definitely cooled off on it over the past few weeks when it's gotten Mm. more plot heavy, but there were still some cool, like, you know, Tokyo Demon Bride Bride Story core stuff in this one, like the, uh, (laughs) kind of the the walking fish thing was a lot of fun. Um, His, his like little power is not interesting, but I, you know, I'm down with a, a, protagonist that wields a baseball bat it gives me you know kuwabara from yu hakusho vibes that's fun i don't like that all mm-hmm. of the kind of the boss villains have the same design i feel like we could have done something cooler with that especially with how different like kiroru and uh, Man- uh what's her name is the the cat girl yeah, yeah and yeah and Manaka are like um but you know it's it is what it is yeah i think this is as good a time as any to be the creator of a middling series because Mm -hmm. there's a good chance you can just survive by allowing other series to take the hit for you yeah exactly Mm -hmm. yep (laughs) um next up ppp ppp um i actually thought that last ppp ppp chapter was kind of cool too we get uh introduced well i think we've met him before but this is the first real kind of like chapter with um is this don yeah 
this guy who's like obsessed with Beethoven. That was kind of fun. And there's some good panels of him just like looking really like <laughs> worried, basically reading music and just being like, I'm not as good as Beethoven. Those were kind of funny. He's real like kind of melodramatic. Um, so I, I actually enjoyed this chapter quite a bit. I do like that this guy is trying desperately to look like Beethoven, mm-hmm. too. He's got the same hairstyle, same <laughs> sense of fashion. Yep. But for some reason, looking at his character design makes me deeply unsettled. He looks <laughs> very, very weird. Well, I think it's the uh, like the, the double widow's peak he has. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I liked this one. Didn't like the first half. The first half we get you know, some more characters that I couldn't tell you who they are in the story or what they're supposed to be doing. And they're talking. I think I'm supposed to supposed to feel some type of way about their conversation. I, you know, don't don't care for it. But, you know, uh, meeting Don was was fun. He's he's a cool a cool sibling. Yeah, (laughs) he's definitely the most interesting one since like Melanie or whatever Mm -hmm. her name is. The the one Mm -hmm. quirky one. Yeah. Um, next up, high school family, nothing really to say about high school family. Uh, you know, wish, wish it were higher in the table of contents, but you know, maybe it'll be another deal where in two weeks it gets a, a, a color page or something, but, uh, yeah, another just very high school family chapter. And then at 15, Ginka and Gluna, I, you know, like I said, with Fabricant 100, I was like, that was actually a decent chapter. Ginka and Gluna, I can't I really... Uh, see i can't really say that for gink and gluna this one (laughs) yeah i wasn't wasn't feeling this one (laughs) i actually feel like they're starting to construct a legit arc with like Mm -hmm. a build-up to something and like a backstory and a pacing is improved yes yeah like there there's some substance here i like these like nasty looking floating mouths that Mm -hmm. are like attacking people there's like some structure and substance to what's going on here and seeing Ginka in this like ninja outfit is mm-hmm. pretty cute. Yeah, there but, are some there are some fun yeah, moments in this. It's just the I think just the story that we're getting for this arc is just so tired and generic that I was just kind of like, ah, come come on. Like this is what we're going to do, you know. We get the the guy who's gonna come. And he's like, you know, saving the village, but no, he's actually not. He's gonna kill everyone. It's just like, ah, all right. And we get the kid who's like, you know, no, I hate all ma- all magicians because yada yada yada. It was like, ah, uh, okay, yeah, I guess we'll I guess we'll do this. But it does have some some moments, and we aren't at least uh you know speeding through on a bullet train. That's what I'm saying. They're giving us the bare minimum, yeah. which is like a C-tier Naruto arc. Uh-huh. So, yeah. So, yeah. I'll give them props for that. <laughs> they earn points for that. I can I can accept that. Yeah, and then add some, Also, like, the, the, cover, the cover illustration for that chapter was pretty cool, too. I'll give them that mm-hmm. as well. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty decent. Yeah, I like them. They're walking by these, uh, looks like peeps or something. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, and then absent this week, My Hero Academia and Ruri Dragon. Um, I don't have anything for My Hero Academia. It's it's doing its normal thing, but Ruri Dragon, we did get an we got a an illustration of Ruri from the artist. So the artist is still out there. Uh, hands still are alive. seemingly working. They're able to do something. <laughs> so you know, maybe there's maybe there's hope for us. Us, uh, you know, Ruri Dragon Hive. 
that you know that's <laughs> good news <laughs> yeah i was i was thinking like maybe maybe we'll get like two illustrations next month mm-hmm. we'll get like a four panel comic strip <laughs> yeah i would be man i would be down for anything if Ruby dragon wants to become you know, like one of these R manga series of like the three pages, you get a little slice of life thing. <laughs> if Ruby Dragon transitions to that, I'd be cool with you. Like, I just, I need it back in my life. <laughs> Unfortunately for Ruby Dragon to become like a viral R slash manga one page series, it needs to have some sort of like weird, slightly problematic Yep. rom-com slash etchy bent to it and yep. unfortunately i don't i think ruri dragon is a bit too like wholesome and in the literal sense of the word mm-hmm. not in the reddit sense of the word <laughs> to to really bang on reddit like that yep yeah exactly yeah it's uh it's too too pure for our manga yeah if they change the title of it to like this girl I met at the party is actually a dragon. <laughs> yep. You know, then we might be getting somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Oh, yep. and it would also have to be called like is actually a dragon and is actually a guy. Yes, exactly. I was going to say, yeah, Murray <laughs> needs to uh, also be like, you know, a guy that was Ayakashi, sti- Ayakashi triangle style, like transformed into a girl or have just like enormously large boobs. One of the one of the two has to happen exactly. for, for our manga to 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 feel it. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, so that does it for the kind of the magazine this week. You know, like I was saying, pretty pretty good week overall, I feel like. Even, you know, had some gripes with some things, but you know, there's 20 20 series or something in there in there. You can't they can't all hit every single week, but pretty good overall, especially yeah. for some of the you know, not bottom dwellers, but some of our kind of questionable ones, like, or newer series, I guess, like Ichigokis and Ichinose Families were both pretty solid. Uh, you know, some fun stuff from uh, Witch Watch. So, yeah, good good week for the magazine. Yeah, I don't see any of the core four new series going anywhere anytime soon when we've got, like, mm-hmm. four or five other series that could potentially get dropped anytime soon. Yeah, I'm interested to see next week what happens with Fabricant 100, uh, Cypher Academy, and Ichigokis. Like, I wonder if Ichigokis going to stay up here, because none of them are getting color pages, which is weird, because Ichinose's already got its, its sort of, you know, yeah. first one. But Cypher Academy and Fabricant 100 have not, which is, that seems like a really bad sign, because <laughs> last year when we were looking, the only series to have not received a color page at all was uh, Magu-chan. Or not Magu-chan. Um, mm uh shugamaru um yeah all the rest of the ones that got axed at least got the color page and shugamaru was was out pretty quick so maybe we're just (laughs) maybe we're just kind of getting through some of these uh other ones first that they've you know they've sort of allotted and then we'll get into the new series color pages but that's uh you know might be a bit worried if i were if i were the mangaka of cypher academy or fabricant yeah i guess weekly shonen jump has had to deal with all of these new like anniversary color pages and yeah, they have that takes to fit up a spot. They're mm-hmm. like bi-weekly Mission Yozakura family color page. Yep. We yep. can't go more than two weeks without that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Or or even like, you oh, know, yeah. I, I love it, but you know, the Akanabanashi or blue box ones, you know, those have to get one every other week as well. So it's sort of like when do you uh yeah, when do you when do you fit the new series in? <laughs> exactly. I'm 
the one thing that I think is like a new development that is exciting is seeing Ginka and Gluna like really drop to the bottom here. Yeah, it's done. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. I kind of wish Tokyo Demon Bride story had started to rise a little bit earlier because I feel like the series really started to like fall off as soon as it mm-hmm. dropped down to 15. Yeah. And yeah, they started getting really Maybe this will bring Mm-hmm. yeah and we don't want that nope no we just want to chill yeah i need it as my ruby <laughs> dragon replacement <laughs> exactly if, yeah if ruby dragon's not gonna be in the magazine i need chill uh tokyo demon ride story yes exactly <laughs> um well next week we get a cover from Banashi celebrating its uh its one year anniversary so very very excited for that here on the talk bomb podcast and then color pages from Mission Yozakura Family and Elusive Samurai, and then a one-shot. Pretty weak color pages, but pretty pumped for an Akanobanashi cover. Yeah, I agree. Um, I mean, as we've seen, like, over the past year or so, Akanobanashi just gets, like, a color page at least, like, once every three weeks. And now it's yeah. becoming, like, just pretty much every week it's a given that it's going to get one. <laughs> and so we can only assume they're going to go all out for mm-hmm. next week's. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm excited for it to get the, uh, you know, the cover because then that means, means that we get, like, the actual, like, double page color page and also, like, the single page one, which is always cool. Yeah. So it's excited even, for that. Like even the single page ones are usually pretty cool mm-hmm. and ambitious. Like this week's, we had like this whole thought out aesthetic and a weird like VHS style filter on top of it. Mm-hmm. So well, you know, in the, you can always count on it to be creative. Yeah. Well, and in the single page for Witch Watch, like the opening page, we get to see Himeko in in like full color, which is cool. So hell yeah, yeah excited for excited to see what we get for. Um, Akanobanashi. Uh and Elusive Samurai Elusive Samurai actually I feel like has not had a color page in a while and they're at least pretty good because I, I do think the art in that series is cool and I like all their outfits and stuff, so um mm-hmm. you know, not the worst color page we could have gotten, but Mishio Zakura family just man, throw it in the trash. I've seen them all. Yeah, why do they get color pages so often when I, I the mangaka know, like can't even come up with an interesting concept for them? Yeah, you can't Obviously, come up with- like Yeah. <laughs> There are there are different things that happen in different chapters. Like they'll they'll be like hanging out at the mall or mm-hmm. something. They'll like have a birthday party, but every time the color page is just like them standing in a room and they're just doing like battle poses. It's really tired. Yeah, or give me something like you know One Piece. Oda has he'll be, it'll be like you know Zoro and Luffy riding on a dinosaur. I would take that even. Like give me <laughs> whatever yes. they're chilling on a whale or I, I don't know man just something other than like them sitting in a chair or yeah they've got yeah. their guns drawn or like i just <laughs> i don't don't care at least you know maybe make them like a spy movie like cover rip off something like that give me like an an mission impossible dupe i don't know that would be fun yeah there there you go but yeah you know, golden eye is being reissued soon you could do it you could do a golden eye inspired cover that's yeah, an idea would, right there. Yeah, I Use would take that. that. That would rock. Yeah, let's go. Uh, yeah, Mission Yozakura Family uh, Mangaka. Uh, if you're, we know you're listening, so you get get on that for yep. next week. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. Well, that does it for the weekly show and jump discussion. G, do you have any updates on stuff you've been, uh, other stuff you've been checking out or anything like that? 
Yeah, on the manga front, I really uh, didn't do a whole lot of reading this week, but mm-hmm. I did uh, order... I got like an Amazon gift card from a drawing they did at work. Oh, nice. So I ended up using that to buy a, a Peanuts Dailies and Sundays 1950 to 1952 collection. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really like that era of Charles Schultz's artwork. I'm a fan of his work in general, but I do think the weird like flat ovular mm-hmm. like rounded super basic yeah early work yeah it's really cool mm-hmm. and uh i'm also i also got a collection of moomin daily comic strips uh really cool nice swedish uh daily comic strip series and children's book series that got turned into a pretty popular anime in the early 90s hmm that's cool yeah i've seen i've seen like little panels and stuff from that but i've never like actually checked it out the uh the peanuts one it it at least it used to be is free if you have like an amazon prime subscription or whatever yeah you can read like the digital one so i flipped through it uh before and it's it's got some pretty cool stuff in there it's uh yeah it's it's a lot of fun so you know if you're uh someone listening that doesn't want to you know go out and buy it you know flip through a few pages of it you've you've probably got amazon prime yeah, I feel like those are two of the Western series, like mm-hmm. uh, comic series that have probably had some of the biggest like impact on anime and manga. Yeah. Um, other like obviously superhero comics have had, you know, some influence on Battle Shonen. But mm-hmm. you look at like what the most popular comic book characters from the West are in Japan, and it pretty much is like Snoopy and Moomin. Yep. Mm hmm. Yep. Yeah. There's there's definitely some line to be drawn between like peanuts and you know uh, Doraemon and Azumanga Daio or whatever. You know that. Uh, yeah. Exactly. They've they've all got similar similar setups and their their kind of their pacing and rhythm. I think. Yeah. Um. Well, let's see. This week I didn't do a whole whole lot. I've I read a good amount of Full Metal Alchemist. I kind of just started it last week. And it, I was talking to someone earlier in the week. It's, it's an interesting one that like, I'm not super kind of gripped by the story yet. It's, it's cool and it's serviceable. I'm, I'm maybe 30 chapters in, so I'm like a third of the way through. Yeah. Um, but I'm not like super invested in the story. It's just kind of, it's fine. It's not bad. It's just, it's shown and stuff. But anytime someone dies in that series, it's done so well that like, I just got to a part where like a, a character that we hadn't even really met for or, you know, hung out with that long, just died. It was like, oh, man, that, like, uh, you know, I, I felt that. Like, I'm going to miss this character now. So th- uh, she does yeah. the deaths in that series extremely well. And I'm, you know, I'm only on chapter 30. I haven't seen any, I don't know if there is anyone that dies, but, like, any kind of real big character we spent time with die. But I just, I imagine when we do, it's going to be, like, you know, actually, like, <laughs> distressing. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if you've checked out Silver Spoon, which is by the same mangaka. Yeah, I haven't, but I, I really want to. I wanted to get through uh, Full Metal Alchemist first, since that was kind of the, you know, I, I like doing yeah. them, them like in order a lot of times. But yeah, I have seen that and I want to, I really do want to check that one out. Yeah, I, I haven't checked out Full Metal Alchemist beyond like the first three episodes of the anime, mm-hmm. but I have watched Silver Spoon and it it is so sick it's one of my favorite series and it like yeah the the emotional element of it hits pretty well too Mm -hmm. even though like obviously it's not a series where people are like 
you know, dying yeah. or uh-huh. <laughs> battling. Just people chilling on a farm. But yeah. Yeah, it's so well done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm very excited for it because I I love the uh, the Full Metal Alchemist art too. It's like yeah. it's got that weird. I don't know if there's a good comparison, but the, the kind of the Toriyama thing where it's very kind of simple and basic and just like black and white, no real like screen like gray tones and stuff, um, but still super detailed and just legible like. Uh, and just kind of great character designs like they're very plain and kind of boring looking but i'm mm-hmm. still like oh they're very cool at the same time uh so i'm yeah, yeah I'm, I'm enjoying it i wish the I, I think the story is about to start getting kind of like really rolling with what we're what's going on but up until now it's just kind of it's kind of happening in the background and i just i i like all the characters and you know i think that part of it is done done very very well mm-hmm but yeah, that's the the main thing, main side thing I've been reading this week. Um, all right. Well, before we head out, Jude, do you have any last minute uh, kind of recommendations for we for we log off? Um, nothing off top, but mm-hmm. I have been. I did watch like the first two episodes of Kimagure Orange Road on Crunchyroll. Okay, which is like cool eighties or I think like early nineties. And our anime like rom com series based off of a um like early eighties manga. But hmm. Design and music look sick. Nice. I'll report back later if I end up actually really enjoying it. But <laughs> there cool. we go. Yeah, my rec, um I I don't watch like movies very often. I don't watch anime very often either. I just you know can't be asked to kind of sit in front of the uh, sit in front of the TV. But last week yeah. I uh, watched the Lupin the Third Cagli- or uh, Castle of Cagliostro, the uh, uh, oh, that's so the Miyazaki good. directed one. Oh, it's awesome, yeah. man! Yeah, this movie was was great. Um, so that's my that's my recommendation. Uh, you know, obviously it's it's Miyazaki, so it's gonna be good. But it really it definitely feels like a, a a Studio Ghibli like prototype movie. Um, it's it's really cool, and I had kind of no familiarity with Lupin the Third other than you know kind of knowing I guess like a general overview of what it is. Uh, mm-hmm. So there was some some weirdness kind of going in blind that way, but even then it was it was fine. It was cool, like hour and a half long. Uh, that's my that's my rec. That's a that's a cool one. The opening like ten minutes is phenomenal. Yeah, I, I feel like. Um... I feel like posting the car chase scene from that movie on Twitter Mm -hmm. is one of those like free viral tweet cheat codes that's similar to being like, hey, does anybody remember Frank Ocean's verse (laughs) on the oldie cipher? Mm -hmm. It was actually like one of his best verses (laughs) or like the best odd future verse of all time. Like it, it kind of feels like that, but at the same time, it's like. Well, it actually is an amazing mm-hmm. scene, and it's so hype every time I've watched it. So, yep, my thought there's something to it. My thought was there's 100% a Tumblr page out there that just has screen grabs of this with like you know captions says like car whirring noises or something like that, or it says like whirring or something <laughs> like that. And uh, yeah, I would reblog every one of them. I'm sure I I like need that in my life. <laughs> Yeah, and and the URL is like it's like fuck yeah loop in the third. Yes, <laughs> exactly. that, I, that was like a huge deal at one point. People just like it'd be like fuck yeah like Lana Del Rey or something. Oh, I just like 
yeah, I can't even hate yeah. on that because that's how I got sort of back into like pop punk and hardcore and stuff was from following the fuck yeah pop punk uh, blog on Tumblr. <laughs> and I got, yeah, I got like super back into it. I would like email the people that ran it and stuff. <laughs> that was my, that was my way back in when I was like 17. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm all for it. Bring it. You know what? Bring Tumblr back. I'm not the, the first person to say that. <laughs> Yeah, I I feel like when Elon Musk bought Twitter, there was like a brief period where mm-hmm. I think people were considering it. Yep. But, you know, maybe maybe when Twitter actually does kick it, mm-hmm. may, maybe there will be a mass exodus because it's like the only thing that's structurally kind of similar. Yeah, well, you know what? Bring it on. I'm sure if it did come back that it would just crash and burn again in a similarly a similarly yeah. uh like depressing way but you know if you give me a, a a good few months with the old tumblr i i, I would like it for nostalgia purposes <laughs> so <laughs> yes well that'll do it for uh for tonkabon this week uh on thursday we'll have our next death note episode we'll be covering volumes five and six so if you're uh you know if you've if you've watched death note and just want the kind of the refresher of it then tune into that um and then on next sunday we'll go over weekly show and jump issue 11 with the uh the akanabanashi cover so uh yeah thanks for listening hit us with the uh the five star five star rating and review